If you have a wet basement, you've got a problem. Not only are you inviting toxic mold, a flooded foundation can raise serious structural issues. But here's the good news. Jackhammers and backhoes and other drastic measures are probably not in your future if you read our tips for sealing your basement. Hit moneybit.com, click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now, 888-MONEYPIT. Floorboards, the shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Don't look now, but your home improvement projects just got easier. Call us right now at 1 888 Money Pit, 888 3974. We will help you through those projects. We will give you product recommendations. We will give you solutions to home improvement problems. If you have something that's not working right, something that needs a repair, just a little tender, loving care, we can help you with that. This is where work and fun meet. So call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT. Coming up this hour, if you're planning a remodeling project this fall, you might be stuck trying to figure out where to begin. We're going to explain why a pair of scissors, a regular, normal, everyday pair of scissors, might be the first tool you'll need when planning a remodel. Yeah, and a pair of scissors should be a tool that everybody's got somewhere in their house, so that's good to think about. Also, have you ever reached up to get food in and out of your microwave? Well, that could be dangerous. This hour, we're going to tell you why and give you some safety tips to keep you and your family safe. And it's a very popular fall home improvement project, painting. Well, are you ready for the getting ready part? That's the hardest part of it. I always dread that, Leslie, because, uh, you know, it's, there's no fun in the getting ready part. There is so many steps. Sanding, scraping. Ugh. Well, we're going to help cut that to the bare minimum by interviewing Kevin Ireton, the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine. They just did a great story about painting and concentrating especially on all that prep work that has to be done to make sure the paint sticks for a very, very long time. And believe us and believe Kevin, those prepping steps really do make a huge difference. Plus, did you know that October is Indoor Air Quality Month? Why? Because it's the time we seal the hatches of our home up for the winter. And because while you're doing that, keeping yourself inside, you can also trap the bad air inside with you. Well, we're going to give away a tool to help keep your air clean all winter long. Log on to moneypit.com to sign up for the Clear the Air Sweepstakes and win an April Air Model 5000 electronic air cleaner with installation free. That's right. They'll come to your house if you're the winner and install the April Air Model 5000, which, by the way, was rated number one by Consumer Reports for three three years. years. We give away the good stuff on this show, folks. We don't keep it for ourselves. Well, actually, I should admit that I already have one of those, so that's why you're getting this one. Uh, You're a punk. (laughs) And one caller this hour is going to win a new faucet for their bathroom as well. So to qualify, call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. We're giving away a peerless faucet worth 65 bucks. Now let's get to the phones. Leslie, who's first? And in Virginia, you're on the line. What can we do for you? Hi. I have a patio table that used to have a glass top on it. It's a six-sided table, and a stone from the lawnmower broke the top. And I wanted to know if you had any suggestions about what I might be able to 
fashion a new top for it from. Well, do you want it to be clear? Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be. The only thing I had been able to come up with was to try to take two pieces of plexiglass and, you know, it has a hole in the middle for an umbrella. What is the widest part of the table? Is it over four feet? Um, yes, more like four and a half feet. Because, you know, you could use Lexan for this or plexiglass. Lexan. You could cut mm-hmm. it to fit. But the sheets that are standardly available are only four feet wide. You'd have to special order something that was bigger than that. And it's not hard to cut this stuff. I've generally used a plywood blade to do that. If you buy a blade for your circular saw or your table saw, depending on what tool you're using um, at uh, you know the Home Depot or a place like that, you would want to buy the kind of blade that's, re- that's recommended for plywood. It has, vi- it has a lot of very tiny teeth. If you okay. use the regular wood-cutting circular saw blades, they tend to chip the plastic a lot. And also, as you're cutting the plexiglass or the Lexan, they're both pretty much the same product, just different brands. Um, there's a lot of, almost like spray-off of the plexi as you're cutting it, and it can be kind of hot and it can kind of hurt a little bit. So go slowly, you know, don't rush through it. Also, you probably best to make a template out of paper of your table because it's a hexagon. It's an odd shape. Some of the, you know, angles might be a little off. So if you've got a template, it would be really easy to duplicate a new top. And if you're going to go with plexi or lexan, don't go with anything thinner than three-eighths of an inch. Otherwise, you're going to get bowing. So you want to go with something thicker. In New York, we have a place called Industrial Plastics. I'm sure you can find a plastic supplier in your area who could actually cut the piece for you and offer you, you know, a variety of thicknesses, colors. But if not, you can find some at the Home Depot. Some stores cut it, some stores don't. But because of a specialized shape, you might have to do it yourself unless you find a specialized supplier. And Ann, one more thing. When you when you buy the plexiglass, it's going to be covered with um, a thin protective layer of plastic or paper on both sides. Do not remove that until the very, very last step because you'll scratch it up as you're moving it through the the machinery. Leave the protective paper on it until you're all done. And this way, the last thing you do is pull it out. It'll be perfectly clean and perfectly clear and not scratched. Oh, and and one more thing. Sorry. (laughs) Make sure when you clean the Plexi or the Lexan that you don't use regular glass cleaner. Using a regular glass cleaner on a plastic product like that could cause fogging, which you'll never, ever be able to get rid of. So make sure you get a specialized plastic cleanser and you won't have any of that problem. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Shannon, Illinois listens on Discovery Radio Network. What can we do for you? Hi. Um, I was calling because I have a weird leak in a, wa- a washing machine. We have had a repairman out quite a few times to, ha- uh, to look at it, and they've never found anything wrong with it. But every time we run the wash cycle and the rinse cycle, it, it leaks out the bottom. I cannot figure out for the life of me what in the world is wrong. So we went out and bought a new one. Now the new one leaks. And it's brand new, so we had the repairman come out, and we're having the exact same problem. So what could we do next? Uh, Maybe it's not the washer. Maybe it's the drain. Have you checked the house drain without the washing machine being uh, hooked up? No, I wouldn't even begin to know what to do there. Well, there's a a drain hose that comes out of the washer, and that gets installed into the drain for the house, correct? Yes. Okay, so what I want you to do is to pull the washer out, unplug it, and pull the drain hose out from wherever it sticks in the wall. Do you have like a cup area, dug-in area of the wall where the drain is? Yeah. So pull that out, and then what I want you to do is go get a, a, a garden hose and stick it down in the same pipe and then run it. 
and see if any water comes out to the bottom of the wall across the floor. Because I bet you that the problem isn't with the washing machine. The problem is with your drain pipe. You had it. the same thing happen with uh, two separate machines. It's not likely to be the washer. It's more likely to be your plumbing system. I never thought of that. And if, you, and if it turns out that it is, then just cut open the wall right in that area and figure out where the pipe's leaking. How old is this house? Um, about 35 years. Well, you know, you could have a steel pipe in there that's rusted away, and that might be what's causing it. And that's why it leaks every time you do the wash, because that pipe's only going to be active when the washing machine is draining. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. I appreciate it. All right, Shannon. Good luck with it. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. She's like, why didn't I call before I bought the second washer? (laughs) But think of it this way. You got a new washing machine out of it. Yeah, and it's like it's the bajillion dollar washer thanks to all the visits from the repairman. (laughs) Irene in Ohio, what can we do for you? Uh, Well, my husband decided to build the garage mahal in our yard last (laughs) year. The garage mahal. (laughs) It has earned its name. It is 24 by 40 feet. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the concrete, we, we live in an area with a high water table, and I know concrete is porous, and the, the contractor poured the concrete, did come back and seal it. But we are having water actually coming up through the concrete in the mm. garage when we get times of heavy rain, and I need to know what to do about it. Usually that's a drainage problem, Irene. It's, the water table is not as high as grade, because I presume that the garage uh, concrete floor is on top of grade, right? It's not buried. Yes, it is. It's not it's not uh, subterranean anyway, is it? No, no, it okay. is above the grade. So generally what happens is you have a poor drainage problem somewhere in the foundation perimeter, and water actually pushes under that concrete slab and will go actually some number of feet in and then sort of push up. So it's just the pressure of the water collecting on the outside, pushing down and up. So you need to look at the drainage conditions. Does your husband have uh, gutters on the garage, Mahal? Uh, not yet. <laughs> well, that's part of your problem right there. On. Okay, you need to order garage Mahal gutters. And then you need to order garage mahal grading so that the soil slopes away from the wall. If you have no gutters and you have no grading on this that slopes the water away, the water will do strange things like push under the wall and come on up into the and middle sure of the And make sure those downspouts on that new gutter system you're going to put in go pretty far away from the house, from the garage mahal, excuse me, you know, three that will, feet that or so. Will, that will shut down the garage mahal geyser <laughs> that you have right now. <laughs> that is a All right, huge Irene. garage. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. All right, out there in Money Pit land, now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just dial that magic number, 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Up next, are you ready to cook up a new look for your kitchen? Well, we're going to show you why the best tool to start with is a pair of scissors. That's next. 888-MONEY-PIT. When you took your first steps or drove your first car, there was someone there to coach you through it. But when it's time to put a new faucet in, it's just you, a confusing set of instructions, and that nervous, gnawing feeling in your belly. That's where I come in. As the Peerless Faucet Coach, I can help you through every step of your installation. Starting with the hardest part, getting the old faucet out. For a free undo-it-yourself guide, visit faucetcoach.com. Then get ready to turn your dreams into hot and cold running reality. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org universalhome. Table saw. <laughs> 
18 volt drill driver. Eight piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With Ryobi, you can actually afford them. Ryobi Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. Ryobi. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Did you know that the air inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside? No matter how clean you keep your home, it's littered with harmful contaminants like viruses, bacteria, and mold, pet dander, dust, and pollen. Contaminants that cause illness and make allergies and asthma much more severe. Thankfully, there's a way to make your home healthy. The April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. Using the best air cleaning technology available, April Air is the only whole home air cleaner that effectively removes harmful contaminants, even viruses, from the air your family breathes. And that makes your whole home a comfortable, healthy place to be. Your family deserves the best, so why not give them the best? Make your whole home healthier with the April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. Failed to complete the do-it-yourself plumbing repair or don't have the time to even try it? Well, let the trained pros at Roto-Rooter bail you out. Whether you have a clogged drain or a plumbing problem, Roto-Rooter is the answer for your home's piping system. You'll receive great service from a company that's been trusted and recommended since 1935. For local service, call Roto-Rooter at 800-942-ROTO or schedule online at rotorooter.com. Roto-Rooter, that's the name, and away go troubles down the drain. Not all services are available at all offices. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is one 888 3974 From coast to coast and wet basements to leaky roofs, we're the experts here to help you solve your home improvement questions to give you the solution to your do-it-yourself dilemmas like, how do I get started with a remodeling project? Well, if you're thinking about remodeling your kitchen, it's one of the smartest home improvements you can actually make. According to the annual cost versus value survey done by Remodeling Online, even a minor kitchen remodel can deliver 98.5% return on investment. And the best place to start might just be with a pair of scissors. I know, not the biggest tool in the drawer, but definitely a handy one. A few folders filled with clippings and photos of your dream kitchen items like appliances, lighting, cabinets, flooring, even color combinations, textures. Anything that you like, you see in a magazine, tear it out, stick it in that folder. It's going to be a tremendous help when it comes to decision time for both you and your contractor. It's a great start to a recipe for satisfaction. It's all about communication, you know, and if you communicate with your contractor with the pictures that you have in your folder, the job is going to come out looking exactly like you expect it. 
Well, would you like to listen to us while you're working on your next DIY project? That's why I love doing home improvement on the radio because you can't watch a home improvement television show, even Not though if you Leslie, want to keep all your fingers. You're fabulous to watch on television, <laughs> but you can't do that and do home improvement at the same time. But we can be there coaching you, giving you motivation, giving you ideas, inspiration while you work on your home improvement projects. And you can even have that us portable. We shrink down to the size of the iPod. Now that I've lost weight, I can actually slip inside the iPod so you can sink and go every single week at moneypit.com. Lots of folks do. You know, I just checked the stats. Over 60,000 people a month download the show to their iPod. And that is so exciting for us because that means that we're there with you on the road as you tackle those home improvement projects. So sink and go at moneypit.com. Or you can actually give us a call right now at 888-MONEYPIT. One of those lucky callers is going to win a fantastic prize from Peerless. We're going to be giving away a single-handle lavatory faucet in a brushed nickel finish. It features classic styling that's going to fit into just about any decor. So it's a prize for everyone. And the best part of this prize is that Peerless will walk you through the installation. Or, of course, you could call us and we'll walk you through it. But you could log on to their website for all that info at faucetcoach.com. They've got easy-to-understand advice and tips. Leslie, who's next? Edith in New Hampshire listens on WGIR. What can we do for you? Well, I'm, I have aluminum siding on my home that's been on there for many, many years. And I have green. I suppose it's mold mildew or moss uh, well it's not really moss because it isn't it's thin it looks more like mildew but it's green i just wonder what can i do about it make it go away i would like to all right well here's <laughs> what you need to do um first of all you need to clean it and we would recommend a uh, cleaner called jomax j-o-m-a-x which is made by the zinzer company and J-O-M-A-X. available yeah mm-hmm. j-o-m-a-x it's a really good house wash a lot of my listeners over the years have had excellent success with that. And um, and then once you get it off, then you want to try to prevent it from coming back. Generally, you get more of that uh, moss and uh, fungus on the cloudier on the sides of the house, the shadier sides of your house. So anything you can do to expose those areas to a bit more sunlight by trimming back selectively some limbs on trees and things of this nature is going to reduce the amount of that that grows on an ongoing basis. So clean it and then try to get as much light on on it as you can to prevent it from coming back. Edith, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Sarah in Washington, you listen on KSBN, and what can we do for you today at the Money Pit? Okay, I have old wood paneling in my house, which was built around 1966, and it's a split-entry type home. The wood paneling is in the entryway. Could I have tile placed over the wood paneling or something? Ceramic tile? Uh, Any type. On the walls? Yeah, on the wood. Mm, I don't think so because, you know, any any um, tile surface needs a really solid backing, and that's definitely not paneling. Well, and especially on paneling, you're dealing with ridges, so you have areas that are higher than others and areas that are lower than others, so you're giving an uneven base for the tile to go on, which if there's any movement and there's bound to be, you're going to find the tile could crack, the grout's going to crack, and I just think it's not going to hold it, especially if that paneling's been there so long. Okay, could I do anything over it? Oh, sure. Um, you know, generally speaking with paneling, you can paint it or you could remove it. And sometimes removing the paneling is not that big of a deal. And then you'll have the wall to deal with underneath. Um, or you could go right on top of it. You could put a thin layer of new drywall on top of that used instead of half-inch drywall, quarter-inch or three-eighths inch thick drywall and sandwich it on top of that. That'll give you a clean, brand-new surface. And then you can do any type of finish to that drywall that you like. Okay, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit, 888 666 3974. 
Frank in Delaware listens on WDEL. What can we do for you today? Yeah, my question was on uh, the fiberglass drywall. Um, I, I'm a professional wallpaper hanger, so when I, something new comes out, I like to get the input on it. And um, I just want to know if it's okay to hang wallpaper on. Is there any special primer you got to use, or should we should I use a wood piece or acrylic? Not that we're aware of, Frank. You're talking about the Dens Armor Plus by Georgia Pacific, which is has a fiberglass surface as opposed to a paper surface. And uh, that product is uh, just as good as regular drywall for painting and wallpapering, so I don't think that you need to do anything special to it. Are you in the habit of putting sizing on the wall, Frank, when you're starting a new wallpaper job? Oh, yeah, yeah, for the last 23 years, every job. <laughs> and I would do it exactly the same way. That's going to give you the surface that you need to make sure that your uh, that your glue sticks on the paper. But it's a smart thing to do because this way there's going to be no paper sandwiched under that wallpaper. Well, that's great. I appreciate the uh, information. I just, you know, like I said, I like to research things, and I heard it on your show, the uh, advertisement for it, so I wanted to find out about it before I came across it. It's a great product, and it finishes in the exact same way, so enjoy it. Okay, I will. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. David in Mississippi listens on Discovery Radio Network, and you're building a fence. How can we help? Uh, yes, I was just wondering uh, how to keep my fence looking like it looks when I first put it up. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what the problem is. Most of the time, fences are installed incorrectly because they're too close to grade. I've seen so many uh, fence installers bury the fence, literally set the fence almost on the dirt or so close that when the posts set a little bit, it's right on the dirt. And so guess what that does? That invites all the carpenter ants and the termites up into the fence so that they can have a real feast on it. So the first thing is, of course, to use pressure-treated posts that are insect resistant. The second thing is to make sure you set those fence sections so you have a good four to six inches between the grass and the bottom of the fence. And the third thing is to make sure you paint the fence, if possible, before you put it together. Yeah, but with pressure-treated lumbers, you need to let pressure-treated lumber dry out for a year. Yeah, but generally only the posts are pressure-treated. The, the fence sections themselves are typically made out of spruce or cedar. And in either case, um, it's a good idea to uh, paint those before you put them in. I'll tell you, the last time I had fencing done at, at my house, and it's got to be 15 years ago at least, I made the installers drop the fence sections off ahead of time so that we could spray them. We primed them all sides and then, and then uh, stained them after we primed them. And to this day, I've not put a lick of paint on that fence because we did it right the first time. And, you know, they, I remembered that they were kicking and screaming the whole way about having to make a separate trip out here to drop that stuff off. But I wanted it done so that we could get the painting done. And it's proven to be the right thing to do because we haven't had to touch it for all these years. Great. That sounds good. I hadn't thought about that. All right, David. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Well, fall is a great time of year to paint the outside of your house, but before you pick up that paintbrush or pop open that paint can, make sure you prep the surface first. Up next, tips on how to make sure your next paint job goes picture perfect. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. You got a question about your home improvement project? You need some help solving that do-it-yourself dilemma? Call us right now at 888-666-3974.
All right, Money Pit listeners, are you thinking about painting the outside of your house? Well, if the paint is cracking or peeling, blistering, or otherwise just not looking so good, you probably do want to repaint, or maybe you just want to try a new color. Well, whatever the reason, don't start pulling out the ladders and popping open those cans just yet. Now, you've heard us say it before, preparation is the key. And joining us on how to prep properly is the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine, Kevin Ayrton. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Tom. Hey, Leslie. So, Kevin, so many people think when they want to repaint something, they can just go ahead and slap the new paint on top of the old, chipped, falling apart, cracking paint. Tell us and everyone why this is so wrong. Well, unfortunately, the paint has to adhere properly to your house. And if you don't prepare the house properly ahead of time, then the cost of that paint and all your effort to put it on the house is going to be totally wasted because it's going to come peeling off. So what are some of the proper preparatory things we can do? We always tell people, clean, pressure wash, scrape. Where do they know to start? Well, you're you're exactly right. It's a a process. A long process. And it's involved. There's lots of different stages. So one of the first things we recommend is that you actually do a little drawing of your house and make a carefully detailed list for what you've done where because it's easy to lose track. But the the basic steps, and and you, you had a good many of them a second ago, first is clean, then scrape sand, repair, prime, and caulk. Well, let's start with the cleaning uh, part of this, Kevin. I think what one product that folks like to use a lot to do this, one tool I should say, is a pressure washer. But we know that damp wood and paint don't mix very well. Is a pressure washer still the best way to get old paint off? Opinions vary, but, but we say you can use a pressure washer, but you, you're not using it to scrub your house. The best way to use a pressure washer is to use it to apply the detergent, let the detergent sit on the, on the house for about 10 minutes. Then you can come back with the pressure washer and, and lightly rinse. But so many people want to be aggressive, Kevin. How do you know when too much pressure is too much and when it's not enough? Leslie, if the power washer knocks you off the ladder, <laughs> the pressure was too great. Or if it blasts a hole into your living room, it's probably too strong. <laughs> Um, the, it's easy to joke about, but you, you, I mean, you can knock yourself off a ladder with these things, so you, I, I recommend that you be real careful. Um, the, the basic thing is, is you want to use a very light pressure. You don't want to be too close, and you want to be careful about standing on the ground and spraying up at your house because it's real easy to drive water underneath your clabberts. So you just have to try to work from the top down, not too much pressure, keep the thing moving. And, I mean, as you know, I mean, you can blast a hole in a house with these things. Well, so far it sounds pretty easy. I'm guessing that the scraping is the part that starts to wear us out. Is that next? The, the scraping is the part that's next. And we, we did this recent article about this, and we called it There's No Escaping the Scraping. I mean, the, <laughs> the truth is it's a, it's a hard, you know, it can be difficult. The first thing, do yourself a favor and buy a good two-handed scraper with a carbide blade. But you have to be careful because the two-handed ones have a direction, right? Well, all scrapers are designed to be used pulled towards you. You don't, you don't use them on a pushing stroke. A lot of people will push it back and forth, and basically what you're doing is you're, by pushing the scraper, you're, you're wearing yourself out and you're dulling the scraper. So you always want right. to draw the scraper towards you. And when do you know to stop scraping? Do you go for everything that's kind of sticking up, or do you try to pry away even the paint that just looks like it wants to stay there? Yeah, how much of it do you have to actually take off to, uh, to apply the next layer? What you want to remember is the fingernail test, okay? If you can lift the edge of the paint with your fingernail, the area needs to be scraped. If you can't, 
then you're okay. We're talking to Kevin Ireton. He's the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine. The topic, there's no escaping scraping, how to get your house ready for a nice fall paint job. So what's next? Next is sanding. Do I have to sand the entire house with an orbital sander? No. The, the main purpose of sanding is to blend the scraped areas with the painted areas. So what you're trying to do is, is to get rid of that ridge uh, where, the, where the paint ends and the, and the bare wood happens. You want to lightly sand any bare wood that you've got. And another bit of advice is if you've got a big house, sand those areas that are most visible, you know, the front of the house, by the entryways, and some of the areas that are, that are less visible, you don't have to worry about as much. The, the sanding is really a, is a cosmetic thing where you're trying to get rid of those ridges. And I think you mentioned it before, Kevin, you know, you don't have to tackle this whole job at once. You can break it out and do one side at a time. I know people that paint one side of their house a summer. I think it's it's not a bad idea. It's such an onerous task, but you're setting up you're setting up scaffolding or ladders too. So you might want to just work on one one part of the house at a time. Now, once we've got that house ready, let's talk about uh, what I think is the step that most people like to like to skip, and one that we often recommend, and that is priming. I think it's important to understand that the qualities that make a good primer are different than the qualities that make a good paint. And if you don't put the primer on, your paint is simply not likely to last nearly as long. Yeah, once again, if you, if you start skipping steps, you, you run the risk of, of making the whole thing a waste of time. And you're exactly right. The, the primer is different from paint. It's chemically engineered to do a different job, to, to bond to the substrate and to bond to that subsequent finished layer of paint. So if you skip it, you're really taking a risk. You know, Kevin, we hear so often from our listeners, you know, I repaint my deck or I repaint my fence every summer, and they shouldn't be. And most of the times when we ask them, they are skipping the primer. So it is very, very important. Yeah, I mean, arguably a good paint job on a house ought to last 10 to 15 years. Kevin Iron, editor of Fine Home Building Magazine. Thanks again for the great advice, as always. Hey, the current issue of Fine Home Building is available at your newsstand now. You can visit them online at finehomebuilding.com. All right, well, designing your home to stand up to the test of time, the test of your time, is called universal design. Up next, a tip to make sure one of your kitchen appliances that you actually use the most is in a safe place. Next. Mold is in your house. Chances are it's breeding behind your walls. In fact, it's been estimated that 70% of all homes could have mold in their wall cavities, particularly when moisture is present. Fortunately, there's an ingenious new way to fight the problem. You see, until now, drywall had paper on both sides, and mold eats paper which is why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper face drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides, and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you are building or remodeling, stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. So I finally found the perfect house for you. Isn't it cute? Hardwood floors, remodeled kitchen, and look at that metal roof. Gee. <laughs> A metal roof? It looks so natural. It's gorgeous. Wow. Plus, metal roofing increases the value of your home and can reduce energy costs. Impressive. Now, about the kitchen. It's also maintenance-free and stands up to hail, high winds, and wildfires. So, ready to make an offer? Well, we'd like to look inside first. Oh, <laughs> really? Why? 
People who know about metal roofing love metal roofing. We call it investment-grade roofing because it adds value to your home and pays for itself many times over. In addition, it's built to endure for decades. To learn more, visit metalroofing.com. Did you know that you can qualify for a federal tax credit of up to $500 when you buy an Energy Star metal roof? It's one more reason to consider durable and beautiful investment-grade metal roofing. For details or to find a contractor in your area, log on to metalroofing.com. Some people try to fix everything themselves. What you doing, Dad? Ah, here, bud. Hold this wrench, will you? Wow. When you've got drain problems, it's time to call the Roto-Rooter professionals. Roto-Rooter technicians arrive on time, give you an accurate cost estimate up front, and they do the job right the first time, guaranteed. So the next time you have a stopped-up drain, you know who to call. Call Roto-Rooter. That's the name. And away go troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash universal home. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash universal home. This portion of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Metal Roofing Alliance. We call metal roofing investment-grade roofing because in your lifetime, a metal roof will save you money and add value to your home. To find a Metal Roofing Alliance contractor or to learn more about investment-grade roofing, visit www.metalroofing.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Are you a serious do-it-yourselfer? Are you a serious do-it-to-yourselfer? <laughs> one way or the other, one extreme or the other, this is the right place to learn about home improvement. That's what we do. And speaking of learning, let's talk now about universal design. You know, it's the idea of building a home that is easy to use no matter what your age Universal design features just make good sense, folks, and once you start bringing them into your home, you'll wonder how you ever live without them. For example, here is a great design tip for your kitchen from AARP. All right, well, if you're buying a new home, there's most likely a microwave oven in that kitchen, but builders love to mount those microwaves above the stove or high on a wall, and those ovens are actually hard to reach, and they can be a huge hazard. They're forcing you to reach above your head to get hot foods out of that microwave. If you lose your balance, you could burn yourself, break a dish, or both. To get the most out of your microwave, you want to put it where you can reach it without stretching or bending. Now, the oven should be no higher than 48 inches above the floor. Is your microwave oven on the wall, then put a shelf under the oven where you can rest hot foods after they finish cooking. Better yet, put your microwave on a counter that won't melt if it gets hot. 
Leave plenty of room on the counter to place hot dishes, especially right in front of that door. I mean, I always end up overpowering things in my microwave. And if you're heating up a soup, just reheating a cup of soup, that thing comes out scalding. So you really, really need to be careful. Good idea, Tom. And I always choose the wrong dish to put in the microwave. You know, it's like a ceramic And the dish gets like burning hot. Yeah, and I I don't know why that happens. I'm sure there's a reason. One of these days I'll figure it out. And my question always is, no metal in the microwave? Well, why are there usually metal racks in the (laughs) microwave? And why is the microwave like sheathed with metal if you can't put metal on? It's so confusing. (laughs) All right. Well, the microwave is the unanswered question, but make sure you put it in the right place and you'll be okay. And thanks to AARP for that great tip. Great advice. You can check out their website at aarp.org. They have a lot of great universal design tips there. And if you like those universal design tips, we've actually got some great universal design tips in our next e-newsletter, including a design checklist that will help you figure out if your home is safe for everyone at any age. If you're not a subscriber, why not? Sign up right now at moneypit.com. It's free. Well, up next, let's talk about the fact that we are going to be sealing ourselves inside our homes now for like the next several months. Yeah, I love the winter, though. You know, as we seal ourselves in, the houses that we live in today are so much more energy efficient. And we've made the homes themselves hard to breathe. So dust mites, viruses, bacteria, they're getting trapped indoors. Plus pollen, pet danders, mold spores, all of it gets in there. Just hold your breath when you get in the house. That's that's all. (laughs) The whole time you're in there, don't breathe. In fact, the EPA is telling us that indoor air can be up to five times more polluted than outdoor air. Yikes. Well, you don't have to seal yourself up inside. We're only kidding. If you log on to moneypit.com right now, you can sign up for the new April Air Model 5000 electronic air cleaner. We're going to clear the air by giving away one April Air Model 5000 electronic air cleaner. Now, this puppy was ranked tops by Consumer Reports for the last three years. Years, and it's worth a thousand bucks. We're gonna also going to have it installed in your house. So how about that? You can sign up for the sweepstakes at moneypit.com. Go there today. What do you have to lose? Sign up for the Clear the Air April Air Sweepstakes at MoneyPit.com. And remember, folks, there's no purchase necessary, and your deadline to enter is October 31st. Make sure you read those complete contest rules on the entry page at MoneyPit.com. Good luck. Okay, Leslie, who's next? Well, even renters have questions for the Money Pit, like Joyce in Florida, who finds the Money Pit on WWBA. What can we do for you today? Hi, thanks for taking my call. I'm renting about a 17 square foot house, 1700 square foot. I was going to say that's really small. That's that's what we call a tent. <laughs> well, it, 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 and it is, but no, no, seventeen hundred no. square feet is fine. Seventeen <laughs> square feet yeah, is very tight. <laughs> and um, it's it's kind of musty, and it's an older home, and um, the windows are older, so it's not sealed really well. And in Florida, somehow, it just seems everything is more dusty. And I had wondered if it would be worth the the money to actually get the the vent system clean. Well, I mean, certainly you know that that can help a little bit, but that's this is Florida, so it's not going to be the source of all the musty air. It is a ducted system, so you have forced air system there. Right. Um, the other thing to take a look at is uh, the filter system on that. Are there replaceable filters on the uh, forced air system? There should be. There are, and I also have replaced the you know the intake air filters, and it seems like I'm constantly replacing those. Um, but I was just concerned that maybe I haven't gotten it cleaned enough. You could do it once. Uh, you could have a duct cleaner come in and suck all those ducts once so that you get all the dust out of there and then keep the filters replaced. You have to replace those filters like once a month, by the way. So I don't know when you say a lot, once a month is really what they're rated for. Those fiberglass filters are, are very inexpensive for a reason. They don't last too long. 
Right, and I, I have been, I've almost been going to like every three weeks or so. Just and you should make sure that when you look for a filter, make sure you get a filter that has a MERV rating of six or higher, because that will really do its best job to get fine particulates out of the air, to clean the air, get scents out of the air, help you with any sort of airborne particulates. Okay, thank you so much for taking my call and for the time, and I enjoy your program. Thanks, Joyce. Thanks so much for calling at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Coming up, we reach into our email bag. One listener wants to know, after a room demo, what the heck do you do with all that plaster? Find out next. You live in a money pit. Money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Peerless. If you're putting in a new bathroom or kitchen faucet, Peerless can help you with every step, including the hardest one, getting that old faucet out. For a complete undo-it-yourself guide, visit the Peerless Faucet Coach at FaucetCoach.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, standing by for your calls at one eight 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 Money Pit, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. We never rest. We are always open. Call us with your home improvement question, really anytime, or you can email us by logging on to MoneyPit.com and clicking on Ask Tom and Leslie. Here's one from Lori in Lori Moore, Iowa. I bet you moved there just because it rhymes with her name. <laughs> um, we have an old five-bedroom farmhouse that we're gutting. What do we do with all this plaster? Uh, that's a good question. I've uh, faced that challenge myself, and uh, my answer has been to throw it out. But I will say it's probably safe if you could also bury it on your property somewhere <laughs> if you wanted to because it will break down uh, in the rainwater. But seriously, what we did is we, we boxed it all up in small bite-sized boxes, and then our friendly local uh, garbage collectors were happy to take it away as long as we didn't make it too heavy. Mm-hmm. But really the caution when you're working with that plaster, Lori, is to wear respiratory protection because there is an awful Dust lot of everywhere. debris that gets everywhere. You want to seal up. All of the rooms that you're not working in by putting sheets across the doors, taped at the top, taped at the bottom. They even have, and I forget what they're called, maybe you recall, Leslie, um, uh, like a plastic sheet with a zipper built into it. Oh, it's fantastic. This thing adheres to the interior of your door frame and it zips right up and down so you can just get in and out without having to re-tape every time. Because, you know, as you reuse tape, it just doesn't stick as well. But, Lori, keep in mind to contact your local sanitation department because they might either arrange a special pickup to take all of it or they might not even take it at all and you might have to bring it to a special recycling day. So just double check with your guys before you stick it on the curb. You don't want to make your sanitation department angry. All right, how about one more from, uh, this is from, uh, who are we going to go to? James in Manassas, Virginia. James in Manassas, Virginia. He wants to install a granite tile on a countertop in his kitchen. The current countertop is a lovely shade of pink Formica. Well, what's wrong with that, James? <laughs> Can I install tile on top of the Formica? What do you think, Leslie? Uh, I don't, it depends on the condition, but generally, just that particle board underneath is not going to be strong enough even to maintain the weight of a, of a granite veneer. I say take it out, use a cement backer board that's meant to withstand moisture, and you should be good to go. Enjoy that new countertop. Up next, Leslie has some pillow talk with her last word. Got to hear this. <laughs> that's right, Tom. We're talking about Pillows, not sexy talk, silly. And you know, nothing says luxury. Was your like- home improvement project as good for you as it was? 
just for me. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to use my sexy voice? Nothing says luxury like throw pillows. <laughs> you're so funny. All right, folks, but seriously, pillows are fantastic. And you're right. Nothing says luxury like throw pillows in rich fabrics and warm colors. And I love my fabrics to sort of mimic the sense of the season. In cooler months, I like knits and cashmere, things that really just you want to cuddle up to. And also in colors that speak of the season for autumns, rich reds, gold tones. And it's not very difficult to make or buy inexpensive pillow colors, covers, actually. So keep that in mind. But think outside the bed when you want to use these versatile decorating items in a new and interesting way. Why not fill an oversized basket with coordinated pillows to add interest and texture to an empty corner of your office or your living room? Or even stack pillows under an end or side table to soften hard lines. With just a little imagination, your pillows will become more than just a place to rest your head. And then you'll be so exhausted you can fall asleep on them. <laughs> but it'll look great. Well, coming up next week on this program, Halloween. It's a really fun holiday. We love <laughs> to decorate. We love to decorate our homes. But you know what we don't like? We don't like to clean up after mischief night. It, become, it becomes a very messy place if the kids have been naughty. So guess what? We're going to have some cleanup tips for all that stuff. Like how to get that egg off my car. And the toilet paper out of the trees. <laughs> Every time people TP, it always rains and makes a huge mess. Why? <laughs> That's Mother Nature just, uh, you know, <laughs> helping you out there by helping clean. That's why it's good to have biodegradable. You know what you should do? You should hand the kids biodegradable toilet Here, paper. I know you're going to do this anyway. So just use take this, this one. stuff so it melts away in a week or two. <laughs> Help me with my cleanup. Just take this. Well, we'll give you some tips next week on how to get that Halloween mischief night mess all cleaned up. Until then, I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have have to do it alone. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.